Chuck, I've got a question from a reader. He said, every time he gets into a relationship, it's all fine. Everything works out well. But over time, things start changing and he doesn't feel the same anymore. What happens? He starts cheating. And he's done this in every single relationship. Chuck, I wish I had a pound for every time I heard this. A pound? Well, then you'd be super fat. No, Chuck. I'd be minted. Okay, so you'd be a super fat tic-tac then. Do you ever wonder, why do I always seem to give so much more than I get? All I want is to be appreciated and loved. Is that asking too much? Why do all the jerks get the hot girls while I get stuck in the friend zone? When will it ever be my turn? If this sounds like you, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Nice Guy Show. This is the podcast that asks the question, how do I break free from the nice guy syndrome so I never have to come in last again? Now here are your hosts, Faisal Coker and Chuck Chapman. Hey guys, welcome to episode number eight, why nice guys can't help cheating. Today we're going to talk about why nice guys cheat and what we can do as integrated men to help prevent cheating in our relationships. So Faisal, question for you. Have you ever cheated in a relationship? Actually, I, well, well, Chuck, so when I was in my first long-term relationship, I was super loyal. In fact, I was scared of doing anything wrong. So mm. I didn't cheat at all. And I remember that uh, there was a time a woman made uh, advance on me. She was at work. And I'd be this like, is oh, when you were married? This was before I was married. Oh, before you were so married. this okay. was in my first uh, toxic relationship, which was a six-year, okay. way too long relationship. Okay. I was... Because I wasn't under the thumb, I was really controlled uh, by this, uh, my girlfriend at that time. So I was super nice. I didn't want to do anything that would, you know, cause her to explode or blow up. So I was really loyal and I wanted to be loyal. And when I did break up with her and I got into my marriage, I was again, pretty loyal on that one. There was only times when we went through a separation that I started to see other girls. Now... It was only during those times, but what I wanted to make a point, Chuck, was I was hopeless with women. So cheating was really difficult because I just couldn't, you know, I was a tech nerd. Couldn't even see yourself I, doing that. No, I, I just, well, even if I wanted to, I didn't have the balls, yeah. the courage or the, the seduction, the charisma to, you know, even cheat. So I was pretty helpless, socially awkward guy. Mm -hmm. So uh, I didn't really cheat, but... There were some other times when I got very close to cheating. So, Chuck, how about you? Have you ever cheated? Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I've cheated before and, uh, you know, kind of ashamed to admit it. But um, cheating isn't just, you know, sticking your wee wee into her vajayjay. You know, it, cheating is. It's uh, not. <laughs> I mean, that's what us nice guys tend to think of, tend to think is that, yeah. oh, well, you know, I didn't have sex with, with her, so I didn't cheat. But I think cheating, you know, encompasses a broad range of things from emotional entanglement all the way up to having, you know, sexual intercourse and, and creating an ongoing relationship. So, um, so yeah, I've, I've cheated in multiple ways in my relationships in the past. 
Um, but I found. I thought you were about to say I cheated with multiple women. I was like, hey, <laughs> Chuck, <laughs> man, you stud. <laughs> what I found was that there were reasons behind why I cheated. And once I started identifying those reasons and started making corrections in those areas, then cheating wasn't a thing for me. Oh, so is it true that, well, it sounds like in this case, you know, uh, you know, the saying once a cheater, always a cheater. I mean, does that stick or not? Well, I would not be in this business if I believed that statement. I mean, it, it comes down to, can people change? Right. And, um, you know, I wouldn't be doing the work that I'm doing if I didn't believe people could change. I believe people can change, but people have to want to change. There's a joke. That's the thing. How many What's therapists that? does it take? How many therapists does it take to screw in a light bulb? I don't know. How many, one, how many but therapists? the light, one, but the light bulb has to want to change. Okay. These, these are bad as my dad jokes. They are. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway so so let's let's have a look at some of the the reasons for cheating as well and and it's interesting that you mentioned about you know you know it's not just getting your pp in the whatever you call it (laughs) there we go okay yeah um so it's not just that but when it comes to emotional cheating as well i mean and i recognized there's different layers you said so i do recognize that so it'll be great to unpack what it is just not other than sex but what other ways are cheating so let's go through some of them yeah yeah so one of the things i realized is that nobody wakes up and says hey you know what i'm gonna have an affair today i'm gonna cheat you know it's something that builds up over a period of time and oftentimes what happens i think especially with nice guys and the guys that i've worked with is we're not getting our needs met in the relationship And as a result of that, that's when we start to step outside of the relationship because every human behavior is based on just trying to get a need met. And if our needs aren't being met in legitimate ways, we'll start to try to get our needs met in illegitimate ways or cheating. You know, it's so true. Um, You know, a lot of our behavior is, you know, going towards uh, pleasure or avoiding pain, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I recognize this as well. So a lot of times, you know, there was, um, especially with guys I've worked with, pretty much every single client I've worked with at some point in their journey, maybe not in the current relationship or, or, or their journey, but they've cheated. Mm-hmm. And it's incredible. I mean, I've been on, uh, you know, I spent a lot of times with guys when I, um, you know, when I was in the tech business, when I was in the poker business, and what happened was I realized that, you know, when we were talking over a game or on the table, and I realized that at some point, a lot of men cheat. Mm-hmm. And some of the reasons like they're not getting their needs met, here is something that was really unusual. A, a guy said to me, he goes, I cheat, or I've heard this saying, men cheat to keep the relationship women cheat to exit the relationship. What's your Mm. take on that? Yeah. So basically what he was saying is that oftentimes we want to be in the relationship, but we're not getting our needs met in the relationship, especially our sexual needs. So we step outside the relationship to get those needs met because 
in the committed relationship, there are certain needs that are being met, just not the sexual needs that are being met. And I think uh, women cheat to get out of the relationship because same thing, her needs aren't being met. And so she steps outside of the relationship to get her needs met. So again, it's all about getting our needs met. And I think there's several needs that men have that are, that are different from what women have. And um, let me just run through a couple of them here. One is men need adventure. You know, one of the things I've found in myself and with other nice guys is that when I'm bored, that's when I'm going to start looking around for something else. And every time I've worked with a guy who has had an affair, it's because his relationship, his you know, monogamous or committed relationship is boring. And that need for adventure oftentimes will help make us want to kind of like step outside of the boring because we need that challenge. We need that sense of excitement. Um, I think men also have a high desire for purpose. You know, I need something that's bigger than myself. And so if my need for purpose isn't being met within my relationship, I'm going to look outside the relationship and nice guys so often will try to make the woman the emotional center of their universe and make the woman their purpose. So if I'm in a relationship and the woman is no longer my purpose, now I'm feeling purposeless. I will go outside of the relationship to seek purpose elsewhere. And then right. I also think isn't, that. Isn't that, is it when she's, when the nice guy starts making her, um, his purpose and he focuses just on the relationship and makes her the emotional center. Isn't that when she starts to feel suffocated and then she's now pulling away and she's feeling, you know, uh, smothered by him and she's pulling away and the emotional connection is now being severed. And as she pulls away, that's when, you know, she's not going to meet his needs because she's just trying to get away from him. Right. Yeah. And that kind of goes back to the attachment styles. Nice guys are often anxious attachers and they're often attracted to women who are avoidant attachers. And when we are anxious because we're not feeling attached, we're not feeling connected, then we go overboard. Okay. Get really super needy. And then that just turns her off and then she, you know, moves away. And then we get, you know, we run after her and then she moves away. And yeah, so it will just lead to that place of always trying to, you know, so then, so eventually in that relationship, then if she's always moving away then somebody else comes along and shows me attention, then it's much easier for me to like, yeah. Okay. I'm not getting it from over here. I'm not getting the attention and validation from over here. I'm getting it from over here. So I'm going to go after that because that feels good. Yeah. And he's not realized that because some of his behavior has led her to pull away, to move away. Mm -hmm. So, you know, one of the things I learned about nice guys is they, uh, when, when there's a problem, they do more of the same thing and they amplify it, expecting a different result Mm -hmm. rather than changing the course, getting help or changing the strategy. They just do more of something thinking, Oh, you know what? If I spend more time with her, if I, if I really lean into her, if I really, get uh, my claws into this, I'll fix the problem. But this is one of the things I noticed about nice guys. They, they just uh, overwhelm her and not have her, ha- give her the space to breathe and to understand actually what's really going on in the situation. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And 
And as a result of that, then the communication breaks down, the attachment breaks down, everything breaks down. And that's where I think oftentimes like the, you know, the question from the listener at the very beginning was something starts to change. Right. And nice guys have a hard time necessarily identifying that. It's just this feeling that I get inside of myself that says, I'm not feeling like I did when I was first Mm -hmm. with this person. And you know, it's that feeling that they're seeking constantly. You know, there's there's a saying, uh, one of my coaches uh, said this, this to me. He says, there are some people who love the idea of falling in love, but they don't love the idea of doing the relationship. Right? Right. They're just those junkies, emotional junkies. They just love the idea of falling in love, love the highs. Mm-hmm. You know, right. But when it comes to the real graft of it, they don't want that. So when that, And that's when they get really bored with it. They're going to find that other high somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And because nice guys oftentimes feel validated through sex, if oh, yeah. she's withdrawing sex from me, then I'm going to feel invalidated. Okay. And the nice guy is constantly, constantly searching for validation outside of himself. I remember when I was younger, the thing that, um, I felt really good about myself was my ability to attract, you know, a a good looking woman and, and that ability to attract a good looking woman validated me. And as long as she was by my side and, you know, validating me, then I felt great. But the moment she was upset, moved away, showed any kind of, you know, invalidation, then I'm crushed. And when I'm crushed, that's when I'm vulnerable for cheating. That's it. It's it's more like a. Um, so I I totally understand about you know you know every guy I speak to wants a perfect ten next to him. Mm-hmm. You know it, mm-hmm. it's it's hardwired in us. It's status. You know it mm-hmm. elevates our status in in the market. It also tells you know hey listen I'm it, it's social proof. It helps um, other you know women want what other women want right. So if you if you're a guy who has options. Women want men with options. And that's one of the most important things about status. And that's why we want that. But the difference I notice between, say, high-value men or you know, competent, skillful men is that when a woman does pull away, he doesn't become he doesn't get he doesn't shatter. His world doesn't fall apart. Whereas for nice guys, his whole world falls apart because he's he's linked his validation to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big problem I see with the nice guys as well. And that happened yeah. to me, you know, that you know, as soon as I'm not wanted, she doesn't want to give me any attention, she doesn't want any sex, I immediately my shame, my toxic shame triggered. Right. There's something wrong with me. I'm unlovable. I must be faulty. Look, I told you so. Right. And it's within that pain that we seek some kind of solution. And one of the things nice guys tend to do is seek seek the solution of not feeling that pain by replacing it with substance. So alcohol, drugs, sex, porn, all of these gambling. These are the things that oftentimes nice guys fall into. And one of the things Robert points out in no more Mr. Nice guys that, that nice guys are addicts, you know, and that, Mm -hmm. um, this addictive behavior that the nice guy has also contributes then to the dissatisfaction within their relationship. Every guy I've ever worked with who's cheated 
cheated when there were they cheated as a result of there was some kind of substance abuse in his um, in his life as well. Yeah. And it's just so much easier when you're high or intoxicated to cross that line that you didn't mean to cross. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, I did this thing and now I'm, you know, I got to hide it. And, and, uh, and so I would say alcohol specifically drugs, you know, and, um, other addictive behaviors that nice guys have oftentimes will lead us to cheating, be more right? susceptible to cheating. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the times when, you know, and I've been, I've been out and, you know, when I've had a few drinks, I've, your inhibitions go down, mm-hmm. your boundaries, everything that they go down. And so does the other you know, the girls, uh, inhibitions, her wall comes down. And this is why I was, you know, when, when you're young, you're like, okay, yeah, you know, let's get them drunk. And that's the way to get sex. <laughs> right. right. Because we know that if you, if you, you know, get him, you know, mm-hmm. I've heard stories where get him drunk and he'll just open his wallet up more. That right. happens too. Right. Mm-hmm. So there is always that part of dropping down resistance because there's narcotics involved, there's drugs involved, there's alcohol involved. So, yeah, I mean, I guess one of the things about nice guys is because they have a lot of compulsions, mm-hmm. drinking right. alcohol and drugs is one. They're more like, you know, they're more susceptible to that. Right. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So, Chuck, tell me about this um, emotional cheating, right? Because, you know, like you said, there are many layers to cheating. And one of them is emotional cheating. What's this about? I would say that emotional cheating is, again, trying to get something from someone. So cheating is, I guess my definition of cheating is this, is that my source is within this relationship. And if I'm not getting what I need out of that relationship. And oftentimes what nice guys long for is emotional connection. And they feel emotionally connected when they're having sex and when they're being esteemed and when they're you know, being admired. When that goes away, okay, then they will go and seek out that. And one of the things, again, that Robert points out in the book, No More Mr. Nice Guy, is that nice guys oftentimes find it easier to have friendships with women now, mm-hmm. the nice guy's seduction is actually, the plan is like, I'll just be really nice to her. Oh, we're just friends, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. But then something happens and it crosses the line, right? But it starts with the emotional cheating, which is I'm going to um, share something with somebody else that's intimate, and they're going to share something with me that's intimate. And now suddenly we've got this intimate connection going on and I've stepped outside of my current relationship and because I'm not getting my needs met there and stepped into another relationship and nice guys are really great at deceiving themselves of just like oh you know she's she's just a friend you know there's nothing there you know all those kind of things but if you really really check in with yourself it's like you know there's always the sexual tension in any kind of relationship that's, you know, if you're a, uh, you know, heterosexual person with the opposite sex. Red-blooded male, yeah. Right. right. So, yeah. So, yeah. 
Yeah, so there is a underlining or there is a intention behind that connection. Mm-hmm. So as nice guys are more in the feminine side, more in the emotional side, mm-hmm. they're more likely to, like you said, emotionally cheat and connect and bond with. And, you know, I've seen that a lot. A lot of nice guys will end up, even if they're in, in marriages, will will tolerate being in the friend zone, will tolerate being her friend, mm-hmm. will even might have some kind of sexual kind of um, interaction with her. Usually not because they're pretty incompetent when it comes to seducing women. Um, but what they'll do is they'll still have that emotional bond with women because they're mm-hmm. highly feminine, you know, emotionally driven and require that feminine connection. And also nice guys, most nice guys, ha- they, they have more female friends around them because they're yep. so uncomfortable around men. They're more right. around women. So therefore, they're more likely to have those emotional connections and emotionally cheating. Mm-hmm. Right, so let's have a look at other things as well. So we talked about validation, that nice guys love validation uh, and they get a lot of validation from sex and they also get validation from being, uh, you know, having a great woman around with them. Here is something else, right? You know, when you said, you know, no guy wakes up in the morning and says, I want to cheat today. But a lot of guys do wake up in the morning, sometimes horny, and they want sexual variety. You know, and that's one of the reasons I hear a lot of guys say, well, you know, it's nothing emotional. I just have these cravings to have someone new, someone different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's another thing that oftentimes we're we're struggling against is our own biology, you know. Our biology, we want to have sex with as many women as possible so that we can, you know, plant our seeds with the possibility of extending our DNA into future generations. So it's a biological drive, you know, to have sex with as many women as possible. And you know what? Some of the guys, they find it very difficult to um, override our natural instinct. I mean, it's, it's very strong. It's really hardwired in us. That's why a lot of guys spend, you know, checking out other women. Um, and when guys are really incompetent, they will start cheating on with porn. Mm-hmm. You know, porn is a big way. A lot of nice guys, I would say that is pretty much, would you consider that cheating or not? Well, um, I mean, I think that's a difficult question question to answer. But ultimately, what is what is cheating? Cheating is being unfaithful. So if you're in a relationship that you've defined as monogamous, or this is the sexual container that I'm going to keep my sex, sexual drive and energy towards this one person, then it can absolutely be a way for guys to cheat and rationalize with themselves, uh, you know, like, oh, well, this is something everybody does or whatever. And, I'm, and it's not to discount the drive that's behind it, but it is to say that it has to be something that you uh, talk about with your partner or that you understand kind of going into the relationship. And and I think open communication and dialogue around porn and the usage of porn within the relationship is, is, is important because that's where um, 
you know, one person can think it's okay. The other person doesn't think it's okay. And, you know, and then then they get caught and, you know, all kinds of kind of stuff like that can, can happen. But I think in general, um, cheating by definition is anything that you wouldn't share with your partner because you're ashamed of it and want to hide it. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. So, you know, if there's something that you want to, you know, keep it hidden, like you just said, that to me would be, you know, constitute as cheating and not want to. And also you might sometimes, here's another thing is sometimes we can be quite naive. You know, there's been times where in my moments of life where I was like pretty naive to some aspects. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, even I've been with girls who have been pretty naive on the fact that, you know, I'm like, well, there is a hidden agenda. You can't see it. Or sometimes I can't see it. And that shows up as well. And that would be something really good to talk about, you know, especially on the yeah. you know, next podcast as well. So Chuck, let's have a recap. So the reasons why yeah. nice guys cheat. So what's the first one? Yeah. Well, I think they're nice guys are terrible at getting their needs met, expressing their needs um, and looking for their needs to be met within the relationship they're in. And because yeah. of that, their dishonesty or they're fraudulently nice. They tend to justify the actions of moving outside the relationship. And it starts with these small things, you know, it starts with looking at porn. It starts with having a conversation with somebody at work. Yeah. And it and kind I, of gradually leads to more and more. Absolutely. And they can really compartmentalize as well. They can separate. Actually, you know what? This is uh, over time. I think when guys have done it a lot, they can say, well, you know, it's just my physical need. That it's, mm-hmm. it's my primal need. That's what I need. And they, and one of the things about nice guys, you know, I'm guilty of this. And I know the guys I work with, they lack integrity in most areas mm-hmm. of their life. Mm-hmm. And relationship and infidelity, that's another area that they, again, the same pattern appears as well. And doing doing a lot of nice guy work, uh, recovery work has, you know, I've seen guys just completely change this round. So let's have a look at the next one as well. Nice guys are bored and boring. Right, right. Yeah, again, it goes back to the idea of adventure. If I'm not having fun in my life, if I don't have adventure in my life, if I don't have, you know, I think as men, we need a little bit of risk. And if I'm not finding that in yeah. other ways in my life, whether it's, you know, like adventure sports or it's, um, uh, you know, creative outlets and things like that, that we need a sense of adventure. And if we're not getting that sense of adventure, then we'll seek that adventure from the woman. And the woman wants safety and security. And so she's not going to be as adventurous. And so then we're going to seek somebody else, you know, that's adventurous. And I, so many times I've talked to guys who have cheated where they just had a life. Well, they didn't have a life. That was the point. They didn't have a life. And as a result of that, you know, they were looking for something outside of that relationship. It's true. It's true. Uh, here's another thing. So nice guys are addicted to sex, you know, mm-hmm. and I see this with a lot of guys. All they think about, all they consumed about is relationships, women and sex. Mm-hmm. And a lot of their actions revolve around this. A lot of their fantasies, their drive revolve around their addiction to sex mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I get the fact that 
you know, there is a human drive in men. I'm not excusing it. I mean, there's there's no way uh, to excuse if you've had a open conversation about, actually, you know what, we're in a monogamous relationship, we're a committed relationship. That's where it should, you know, I believe that's where it should stay. But I know a lot of guys do make uh, mistakes. Women make mistakes as well. But also some of the mistakes that they, the choices that they make can lead from, like you said, from addictions as well. So there's a lot of addiction that plays into this as well. They're looking for that big yeah. excitement, the big rush, yeah. like a like a reader. Yeah, and I think what happens oftentimes, guys, you know, they they, I mean, porn today is so prevalent, right? Um, you know, back when I was growing up, you know, you had to like go down the corner store and sneak a sneak a magazine kind of thing. But uh, <laughs> guys today, you know, it's like, it's just right there at the fingertips. And so I think at a very early age, you know, guys are being exposed to sex and porn and this creates kind of a, uh, an addictive cycle, you know, yep. always looking for that dopamine hit and, yep. um, and that, that then the, the porn sort of becomes like the, framework in which they see well this is how life works he's i see all these other guys you know having sex with all these amazing women and just you know having the stuff i should work the same for me right i should be able to have sex with a you know a bunch of different women as well and their yeah. expectation around life and sex and all that kind of stuff is really skewed by the sexual fantasies that porn creates and and so the addicted piece of, to that is the addiction to the dopamine rush that's created when we have an orgasm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, nice guys have um, really poor self-control, you know, especially mm -hmm. when it comes to sexual control because they have these high addictions and needs. And I think this is where nice guys end up one really having difficulties when um, attracting women, but also when they do get into a relationship, you know, holding themselves uh, and not, you know, cheating on that one. So I do see a lot of nice guys having real struggle with um, self-control as well. So Chuck, next week's topic, right? We heard about the nice guys and the way, you know, nice guys cheat, but it's not always one-sided, is it really? No, it's really not. You know, women cheat too, right? What? Do they really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, at least that's what I've heard. Okay. So how about next week we um, talk about women are not always innocent, you know, why they cheat on good men. How about that one? That sounds like a great topic. So we will see all of you at the next episode, episode number nine, where we're going to talk about women are not always innocent, why they cheat on good men. Look forward to see you guys then. Thanks so much for tuning in. And we'll see you next time on The Nice Guy Show. You've been listening to The Nice Guy Show, the podcast that helps nice guys move past their insecurities and fears into the fullness of their masculine strength and confidence. Be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and check out the website, niceguyshow.com, for more information on how to connect with Chuck and Faisal. Until next time, keep living your best life.